Hey everyone, it's time for episode 163. This one's gonna be a doozy. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about it before I record it. But um, <laughs> before we get into everything, you know, as always, please like, subscribe, help me out with a comment, let me know what you think of this episode. Um, yeah, uh, this one's gonna be for the guys, so if there's any lady listening to this, um, I'm don't be offended. Okay. <laughs> don't don't hate me. Don't think I'm an asshole. Um, but yeah, this one's definitely for the guys. Uh gonna try and drop a little game, but whatever. Before I get preview anything, like, subscribe. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And ladies, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, hey, hey, okay, we're doing this. Women, you might want to skip this episode if you don't want to try to me too my ass <laughs> but no no it's nothing it's nothing bad or serious but um this one is definitely this episode is definitely for the fellas um i give some tips or advice um about meeting women my you know expert analysis breakdown you know a whole bunch of shit well, not really but but i do break down some stuff um based on my experience and my eye uh also um before we get into that i talk i give a, a list you know there's a lot of links some crazy festivals um because this would be festival season if we weren't in the current situation so um i i handpicked a few festivals that um i've seen or heard about that are you know quite interesting and before and we start things off talking about some delicious mm, japanese delicacies you know and whatnot so a lot of stuff to get into in this episode a lot of stuff to unpack uh, you know just like we've been doing recently lots of links for you to get go through as well supplemental information that i think the guys are gonna enjoy um so if you get anything don't be stingy hit me with a like hit me with a comment let me know what you think good bad or indifferent uh yeah enjoy oh man oh, oh man i i i'm, I'm kind of nervous about this one Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 163. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But, you know, we are in like an age and time, but whatever. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, it's not that bad. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're going to have fun, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my, I say that now. But anyway, welcome to episode 163 of the podcast. Um, got something interesting for you. Uh, it is going to be a good, good, good episode. I believe I'm going to try to limit the time just because I'm starting kind of late. I got stuck watching a stupid movie. <laughs> um, and, and, and actually I have a ton of links just, um, I was sorting through, through the week. I was just compiling them. Like after recording the previous episode, like my timeline was just like, boom, 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 hit me with, with hits. And so, um, yeah, I was just collecting like a bunch of stuff, uh, compiled a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you look in the description, there's a bunch of links in there, um, that I had to organize and sort through and then go back. The main topic I have for this episode, you know, it took me a bit of time to like 
go back and write down some notes and you can see I got a timeline worth of shit and like I got a full fucking page worth of shit to write, you know, to talk about and of, of notes, a John Madden type football breakdown I'm about to give to y'all. <laughs> Uh, honestly like after the um after recording i was like fucking around on my phone and and uh some of these links start popping up you know um and then i was like huh maybe i should do this episode about this so um that's kind of what i'm gonna do that's kind of what i'm gonna do before before that let me you know uh which has been the trend recently let me kind of try and get through some of these links really quickly and so that I can get to the main event, you know, well, if you're listening to this, you, you, you heard the intro, so you know what this is about. Um, of course, I haven't recorded. It's like a it's like a fucking my minority report type shit, because you're you already know what I'm about to talk about before I've recorded the intro, which is kind of mind blowing when I think about it right now. So, hey, whatever. All right. Um. Anyway, anyway. What, um, the main thing we're going to talk about is, oh, not main thing. First, um, if you check the links, um, there's a couple of interesting videos about expensive food, Japanese foods, and why they're so expensive. You've heard me talk about melons before, I believe, in the, um, what's that miniseries called? Um, something, something Japan. Fuck, it slipped on my mind now. It was a good miniseries. Um, Unearthing Japan. Something, something. God damn it. Um, this something in japan whatever you know the many long time listeners you know um this something so deciphering japan is what i'm thinking deciphering japan um talked about talked about melons um <laughs> melons sorry. i'm such a fucking what am i a little kid jesus okay <laughs> all right um anyway anyway um talked about melons and <laughs> and uh so one of the videos that popped up in my timeline explains goes into a bit more detail about why melons are so expensive i didn't watch it personally um but you know if you if you, if you didn't watch the cypher in japan or want a little bit more enlightenment uh on that subject check that out the second one is about wagyu and why wagyu is expensive that seems a bit more appealing to me um again that just came up on the both of them are done by business insider i like how they do their little mini documentaries um so definitely check out those links in the description of course uh um, yeah, 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 and that one's about Wagyu and what makes Wagyu, you know, so expensive and so delicious, fucking delicious, you know, um, you might think, oh, it's all fatty, whatever, like, that's what I thought at first, I was like, Wagyu, ew, it's all fatty, like, ew, fuck that shit, but, like, once you start eating Wagyu, yeah, you know, um, being in America, like, when I was in America, you know, I was one of those people, like, I need my steak, you know, fucking well done, well, fuck that, there's a little pink, little piece of fucking pink in there, cook my shit, you know, I was, like, that type of person, um, I guess, I think just because of food safety and things like that, just culturally, you know, I, that was, that was more, like, the standard where I was at, but now here, Generally, just to let you know, Japanese people, we can do a little steak talk. Japanese people generally are, you're going to get your steak um, medium rare. Is is kind of the standard way Japanese people eat steak. Um, me personally, reading medium rare is okay. I like it medium well. Um, would be a little bit more preferable to me. But, you know, yeah, there is going to be a little bit of blood in there. You know, um, it's going to be pink on the inside. But especially with Wagyu, it's good. It's going to be thinly sliced. It's not going to be like a full steak. You know, generally speaking, most of the audience is Western. 
It's not gonna be steak. It's like gonna be a little niblet, a little niblet of steak is what you're gonna get. It's gonna be sliced up, you know. And again, um, sliced up very paper thin. You know, you're if you're used to like huge fucking steaks, you're gonna be like, what the fuck is this shit? But but the way it's seasoned, you know, the quality of it is really really good. So you don't really need to worry about food poisoning or anything like that. And you're gonna actually be able to taste it. You're just gonna have to get used to it. Like you know. Um, if you're a picky eater, you know, you're like, oh, fuck, I can't eat any steak that's bleeding, then just pass on steak, you know, totally. Um, yeah, that's all I can tell you. Like, you know, because you'll be a fucking asshole if you start complaining about, like, the shit's not cooked the way you like it, to be honest with you. But if if any steak is ordered in a restaurant, just understand that it's going to come to you medium rare. That's just the way it is, right? All right, so, but definitely, definitely check out those uh, links. And again, let me check the recording situation. I think I'm okay. I think I'm lined up. All right, cool. Um, next, we have <laughs> a lot of really interesting festivals. Um, let me just pull up this list really I, I don't have enough space to talk about these lists i'm not going to talk about these festivals so much there's one of them i'm going to talk about just because it's fucking bad shit crazy but um it's the japanese yeah the penis festival you know which is they talk about in the video which is popular among foreign tourists but most japan in kawasaki actually it's like near right near tokyo i've never been to it you know it's not really my thing but um Generally speaking, like, yeah, that's more, you know, with tourists. Again, it's just like phalluses everywhere, pretty much. But tourists go are into it, you know, going, of course, you know, for the shock value, for the interest of it. Um, Japanese people just don't really know about it. Um, most, like, my students, I ask them, hey, you know, the Penis Festival, they're like, what are you talking about? You know, and I have to show them pictures. They're like, what the fuck? So don't think this is just like, you know, another crazy Japanese people doing crazy things type event. You know, this is just one of those obscure things that that gets a lot of media attention outside Japan and becomes a lot bigger outside Japan than it is inside Japan. Um, next is I talk about things. No, no, what else? Oh yeah, the one with the log riding festival that was before that. Um, the log riding festival. This is a crazy festival where Japanese people slide down a big ass hill on a big ass log. I don't really know the point of it. I don't really know. You know. I don't know shit about it. It's just like I've seen pictures or images of it. Um, and the reason why I started talking about this, or the reason why I started like compiling these clips is, is because it is festival season. Like, and typically I would like around this time, I would be participating in the annual festival that I participated in before the situation that we're in happened. So, um, I, you know, I was reminiscing about that a little bit. Some pictures were coming up on my, on, on my time, my social media timeline, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. No, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that shit was a lot of fun. You know, oh, the fun, the craziness. And so I was like, yeah, let me share the love, you know, and, and look up a few festivals that stuck out in my mind. So those are a few of them. Um, but the main one that I was thinking about is, let me see, one, two, three. Yeah, is um, the last one is fucking crazy. Like, I saw this shit on the news. Like, I don't know the name of this festival. I don't know where it's held. I don't want to go there because <laughs> it just looks fucking crazy. Like I just saw it on um, ETQ, which is, I think it was ETQ or some travel show, domestic travel show um, or something. And, you know, basically it's a festival where like, basically you'll see in the video, like two teams of people 
come, they have their portable shrine and, you know, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of like, you know, battle cries and like cussing each other out in like Yakuza style Japanese uh, fighting words are exchanged. And then like whatever, I don't know the signal is given and the two fucking portable shrines are rammed into each other. <laughs> and like, then of course with like, groups of supporters like you know on each side and then everybody just starts beating the shit out of each other <laughs> like they start swinging like and i saw this on tv and i was just like whoa what the fuck what the fuck kind of festival is that like i mean like throwing hey man like it's just like a gang fight like a, it looked like a prison riot you know and they just going hard and I, the video I watch, you know, I'm guessing just from what I've heard about what happens in um, festivals and things like that, like rowdy festivals like this, maybe, you know, young, not everyone wants to fight. Of course, they have that, you know, clash of portable shrines. And in those teams, there are some young hotheads who, you know, just like to fight. And so, and so like, you know, the, the, the local badasses or whatever from different you know, neighborhoods or whatever. It's like, fuck your side, fuck your side. And they just start swinging. And then there's like, you know, different, you never know. They might be affiliated with, with some groups or whatever. I don't know. You know, I can't judge from that. And you can't really judge. They could just be, you know, some motherfuckers who are just like, man, fuck you. You know, <laughs> basically like you ain't shit. I'm the tough guy. I'll fucking whoop your ass to whoever comes, you know, whoever's not on this side kind of thing. And then there's people trying to break it up. There's older people trying to fight. There's people trying to yell. It's, like, it's, just, it's not like I don't know the name of this festival. Like, I really don't. Um, I might have to just try and ask some of my students, but I'm, sh I'm sure a lot of people won't know the name of it. But it just, you, you'll see. Just watch that shit and you'll just be like, what the fuck? You know. Hmm. But that's festival season in Japan. Like every, you know, every small, not even every small town, every neighborhood, every area all across the country, typically, you know, normally um, has some a festival going, portable shrines. And, and there are different varieties of specialized festivals with their own traditions and things like that. Um, it ranges from just carrying a, a regular portable shrine around to like some crazy ass shit like riding a death log down a fucking hill, hoping that you don't get taken out you know hey like <laughs> do your thing you know um i've participated in one of the more tamer ones which is still kind of terrifying you know at times <laughs> even you know the times that i've done it but it's still quite exhilarating you know you've heard me talk about it before as the times i participated in i think last time i did i was able to actually i was pushed persuaded you know thrown into climbing on top of the portable shrine and actually starting the parade which was you know probably one of the highlights of my time here in japan it scared the living shit out of me but you know because it's one of those peer pressure kind of things when japanese people are like okay yeah just go like there's no like you know i will revisit it you know when it, a lot of crazy shit that you, you kind of get peer pressured into hanging with japanese people i'm just warning you like like normally from america people will kind of give you a heads up like yo we got this thing going on we really want you to do it so it's gonna be a little bit crazy but you know it's cool so just do it you cool you gonna do it you good yeah yeah okay okay cool and then you just do some crazy shit with people but you're kind of 
not blindsided by some shit, right? But here you get blindsided by shit left and right when you're rolling with Japanese people. Because literally, if you didn't hear before, like, you know, I mean, this this portable shrine is like pretty fucking high up. It's like, you know, and it's kind of rickety. It's not like stable. And I'm on like two planks that are about like this big you know and you know there's like this little fucking bench thing and they were like okay climb up on this like it's like the size of a it's like the height of a hurdle to climb up and then another hurdle to climb on top of that to climb on top of these two little fucking planks and then like stand up and then like clap these fucking clappers like you know and yeah and i had to just hop up there and it was just like uh fuck you know (laughs) on top of this ceremonial portable shrine behind me that hopefully I don't tip over or fall over and hurt myself. I don't know. Like, so, but, but the way it was like, I kind of figured in the, I was preparing myself cause I've been, I've been in Japan long enough where I kind of knew they would probably spring some shit on me. So I was like half preparing myself mentally. Cause you know, um, they were like, Hey, yeah, you know, you, she, he, you, it would be great if Akil goes up and does it like, yeah, okay. Maybe next year. That's how I started. Like, yeah, next year. So just watch what's going on because next year you can do, and I don't know if Japanese people do this like as a prank on foreign people, just like, you know, in the behind your back, they're like giggling, like, watch, we going to get this motherfucker. But, <laughs> but like, that's, you know, like when they were saying maybe next year, I'm like, okay, they're saying next year, but they keep talking about this next year shit. I have to prepare myself mentally for these motherfuckers to push me to get on top of this goddamn thing. So I'm like looking around, like I'm starting to get nervous, like, oh, fuck, OK, this shit might actually go down. I went and told my parents, like, they said I'm going to do it next year, but they might want me to do this shit now. So just get your cameras ready just in case, you know, and then they were like, OK, you're going to do it this year. You're going to do it right now. Like five minutes, get ready. And it's just like, you know, literally almost shit a brick, you know, because... <laughs> And so, like, I just got to, like, climb, and then, like, okay, go, 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 go. And it's not, like, any, like, hold on to here, no tutorials, no, like, coaching, just, like, just, yeah, just go out there. Like, hurry up. <laughs> like, fuck. Mm. But, you know, that's how y- you do get to experience some exhilarating shit here. Um, yeah, so, as a guest, right? So, so I, f- I feel like, oh, sorry, I'm going to adjust this, because I feel like it's, no, oh, sorry. No, it should be fine. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a, sorry, YouTube people. It should be fine. I, I'm like extending my neck because I'm. I feel like I'm. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It should be fine. But it just the camera, the way it looks, it looks like I'm. I'm. You're only getting like here, but the, the video in the last episode was totally fine. Speaking of necks, like you can see, I got some. You might see, I got some acupuncture shit. I got some acupuncture stuff in me. You can see. Can you see? Can you see? Yeah. Where is it? Wait. Where did, where did the stuff go? Uh-oh. Hmm? Where'd those things go? Did they Did they come out? Oh, no, no. I got, like, some acupuncture shit right here and some other shit. Oh, you maybe you can see right here on YouTube. Like, yeah. Because um, I went to the acupuncturist for the first time. Yeah, right here. You can see kind of hopefully whatever showing some skin <laughs> hopefully that gets the likes up <laughs> no um i got yeah i got acupuncture um patches all over my body and basically what these are is um the little patches are like all all in the back of my neck all on my shoulders all on my back um down here not too many on my lower body mainly my back and my shoulders um 
like my wife's acupuncturist, I went to the guy. Um, and it was good, really, really good, really nice guy. Um, he hooked me up, like I mean, my shoulder, as you all know, and just you know some tiredness I've been experiencing. And so, um, yeah, he hit me with the needles, bing, 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 all, all up in my shit. And then some hot needles, he was burning some, I don't know, I was like, you know, with my eyes closed and he was just burning some needles in my back or something, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it would fucking work. Acupuncture is the shit, man. Like, so I'm going to start going to acupuncture, probably try and go like once a month or something like that. And what these are, these are actual um little small sticker patches with needles in them also actually i was looking i think there's a little bit of blood on them because you know you gotta stick a fucking needle in me <laughs> like i mean it's not like a small needle but um it breaks the skin i guess you know just to engage the um different uh pressure points you know for um continued stimulation but as soon as i got up i, I felt completely better um you know i could feel the circulation blood circulation that was the i went to chiropractor that's what he told me it was like circulation i think i told you guys about and i could feel it like it felt like loose like 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 new my shoulder my arm you know my, my shoulders feel lighter i slept like a rock um you know I, I think i look i look in the mirror like fuck i do not look tired really so after like a 20 30 minute treatment so um you know the, definitely my chi energy is fucking flowing like goddamn Naruto making the fucking Rasengan. I got a Rasengan in my fucking stomach right now. Like, you know, ready to push. So, um, so yeah. So yeah, um, definitely really good stuff. I do recommend acupuncture if, if you do have any problems, like I can vouch for it. Ding, ding. Oh, for me. So, okay. Okay, everybody. I've been, that's a, oh yeah, oh yeah. One more thing, um, um, from in, in Light Ties, I believe, Japan. Um, something else popped up on my timeline. Side hustling in Japan. She gave a few side hustles. I'm not going to go into it. Um, I'll just let her speak for herself. Um, I'm not a fan of all of the ones she's listed, but she did list a few and expanded on a few of them. So I think it's well worth a watch for you. Some different ways to think about making money or things like that. Hopefully it stimulates um, some thoughts into any one of you interested in coming to Japan and trying to get paid. Get that Skrilla. Okay. Let's get to the main event. Let, let, let's do this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see how much time we begin. Okay. 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. 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 So basically. Okay. Fucking drink something. I, I wish I had some alcohol. It's a good thing I probably don't have alcohol because who knows the fuck I might say. I could really get myself in trouble. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So basically. Uh yeah, after the last episode, I think I was gonna scroll into shit. Either it came up on my timeline, or I just like got inspired to do this, and I consulted Jeff on it. He was like, "Yeah, dude, go for it." Um, hopefully, Jeff, I'm gonna have to tell Jeff to review this episode and see if he agrees or disagrees with some of the shit that I'm talking about. But um, he always says I have a good radar for women, <laughs> for women. <laughs> radar guys you might know the word that i'm talking about but when we go out but um but um yeah well just some background information about me i'm not i'm not i, I after i think after i turned 30 after i got married I, I looking back on my experience as a single guy you know even when i go out i think i told you i'll go out i'll talk to women i'll hang out like i'll be a wingman like there's no 
hesitation with me in that. Like, I'm not like, a, I told you, I'm not like a priest or a nun in a corner when I go out. Like, you know, it's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I do have my limits and I do have my boundaries, you know, which I've talked about before. But um, looking back on things, like, as I think I'm going out now with no um, expectations, you know, when I go out, I'm just going out to have a good time and meet and talk to whoever I want to talk to, whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm not like a numbers guy, right? I, I think you can kind of classify a lot of dudes who are comfortable talking to women in like numbers guys or psychological guys is what I would say, right? Um, me and I say me, Jeff, Will are probably more on the psychological side. Like, you know, we're not just like doing whatever it takes to get the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, what I mean, not not digits, like get the, get our body count you know, for whatever, whatever. Like, I mean, there are, there are some people who do that and only focus on that. And I'm not knocking those guys at all. Like, you know, do your thing. But I'm not, I've never really been one of those guys. You know, I've been around those type of guys and I realized, you know, something doesn't really connect. And they're like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't you? And I'm like, eh, not really, you know, even, yeah, just whatever. So, and you know, I'm not like the biggest player pimp in the world either, you know, but um, I do kind of like to meet and connect with people and stuff like that. And I think that's really important when I go out more than just, you know, and you know what I'm saying, like scoring a home run. So take my advice and take my feedback with the grain of salt. You know, like I'm I'm not bigging myself up. Like I'm telling you, because I'm not like, oh, I, I got the game on lock. I got shit sold down from, you know, Tokyo to fucking Osaka, baby. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not talking like that. No, I'm a regular dude, you know, um, who's just been here, um, who is comfortable talking to different types of women and who, you know, has kind of seen firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand, whatever, hand, I don't know, you know, different types of encounters with people. So I'm going to give my perspective on that and hopefully when you if and when you do come here it gives you a leg up on some types of girl women you know things to look out for um types of women and stuff like that i think that's uh, you know at a, at, a, at a glance because if you because a lot of stuff that happens here in japan is at a glance and it is very subtle you know um and on the surface me too as well the first few years you miss a lot of shit that you see the longer you know when you're like eight, nine, ten years deep into the country, you can kind of, you know, Jap Japan atmosphere is very important, you know, and so Japanese people read a lot in the atmosphere. Women read a lot in the atmosphere of a guy. A guy reads a lot in the atmosphere of a woman. And I, I think I've told talked about some different situations with foreign people and Japanese people, and I'm hearing what the Japanese woman is saying. I'm also hearing what the foreign guy is saying, and it's two completely different things. Guy thinks he has it completely on lock. She's, like, smiling, looking all cute. Hee, hee, hee. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, whatever. It's not really. Right right to his face. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, no, nah, nah, fuck. Not like fuck this guy, but, like... Uh, yeah, no, you know, he's fine to hang, to chill with now. He's nice, but no, he's not my type, whatever. And he's just like, oh shit, what do I do? How do I, how do I, do I, do I, do I, do I, do I hit this right now? You know, and, and she's just like, he, he, whatever, you know. So I, I've seen these type of conversations happen several times. So to help you guys avoid this shit and wasting your time and feeling frustrated by Japanese women, I'm going to try and give you some my play-by-play -play analysis, right? Now, without without sounding like a hater, I, 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 
<sighs> I'm going to sound like a hater no matter how I slice this, right? Because the guys who have this channel, right? Um, let me say this. They seem like nice guys. Do seem like nice dudes. They're just not the kind of guys I would personally hang out with. Let me say that first, right? Um, they don't seem like complete assholes. They might come across as complete assholes at times. They might come across as assholes, but they're not. You know, as a dude, like, I've met some dudes who are just, like, assholes to Japanese people. They're not, right? Like, these dudes, I think, like, you know, I don't know what they do as far as their work. I don't, you know, they might be, you know, in the financial industry, very successful. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, right? But let's just say they're average guys, blank canvas guys, right? In their home country, you know, I think they would just be average dudes. Um, in Japan, for whatever reason, maybe they have a upper leg in certain situations or, you know, play felt more emboldened to play the field, but they don't really strike me as like player players in their home country. They just seem like regular dudes, which is not a bad thing. Now, also their Japanese skill doesn't really seem to me as like they seem to be fluent in a way where they can have a casual conversation. They seems like they learned a lot of Japanese on the fly, you know, um, just enough to get in girls' pants, basically, <laughs> pretty much, you know. Um, but there doesn't seem to be much depth to their conversation. They have their stick, you know, they and um, it, it, they they stick to it, so it seems like it works for them at some time. But it seems they seem like the kind of guys who just they're more like trying to be on the numbers side, and not on the psychological side, and so they really um, just have their the way they talk in Japanese to women is like kind of deadpan like like if you know even if you see like again this again i'm not like dr love or anything like that so just you know take my advice with a grain of sand like i'm not even taking my advice with so much weight i'm just saying i've had experience in japan you know um the way they approach you know so basically you know their channel got some traction because what they were doing was either attending or parking out in front of festivals summer festivals in japan or different events and just recording and coming up to women basically and just recording like hey blah, 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 whatever and just recording them and you know seeing what the fuck and then i guess they got some traction from that and so you know they might not be in japan or you know they stopped it like 2019 so maybe might have went back to their home country or just said fuck it or whatever but you know they threw up a couple of videos a year and of course for obvious reasons if you look at the video you'll see why right but they were going for the whole tokyo bruh thing like the frat guy living the tokyo lifestyle kind of thing but i would imagine that's really financially and energy intensive to to try to come up with that type of content it's not something you can do on a regular basis unless you're actually out and about trying to pick up chicks like all the time trying to be in parties like it, it just takes a lot of effort i think to do that type of stuff and they didn't really seem to focus on being like youtubers they maybe just had an idea and did some shit threw some shit out there you know for a while but whatever you know they gave some good uh, content to talk about so 
um, I think that's my my take on this, guys. The way they talk to Japanese people or Japanese women, especially, is I think for me listening to it very a little bit abrasive. And I I, I was thinking about back about it. Maybe I talked like that. I think when I think it's more like when you get to a certain level of language skill in Japan. Well, well, no, 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 no. no. Uh, I don't think I ever really talk like that, like that. I might have had some my drunken nights where I talk like that, but on a consistent basis, nah. I think what it is like, if you get a certain level of fluency of Jap in Japanese without formal study or without that much formal study, or your main application of of, of Japanese is you know nightlife kind of stuff. You tend to be more abrasive in your way of speaking, and Japanese is a very delicate language. So these guys, like listening to them talk to in Japanese, is very grating for me. You know, because of the their tone, with the way they talk to women, especially. You know, I can imagine like they might be able to. As I say, they're on the number side. They might be able to throw some shit out there and get some numbers. You know, um, or you know, but. They don't know how to massage their way into, you know, get, you know what I'm saying? Getting where they need to get is, is kind of what it feels like. They got a stick. And, and, and some women, like, when you go out, a stick works. You know, of course, everywhere you go, the stick works. But really in Japan, it turns into, like, a goddamn comedy routine sometimes, you know. And you can get you can get where you want to go. Um, I'm not a comedy routine kind of guy. Like, I'm not, like, a manzai TV show kind of kind of interaction with Japanese people kind of person. Like, you know, I'm more of a deadpan. I'm going to just talk to you. We're going to kick it. We're going to chill. We vibe, we vibe kind of person. You know, that's kind of how I play it. And I would say... Um, how Jeff plays it, and uh, Will, he can go either way, you know, Will kind of does his own thing, sometimes I've seen him in very, very, like, comedy entertainment mode, sometimes I've seen him, you know, in just, I'm um, chill kicking it mode, sometimes I've seen him in condescending, like, you know, I gotta, like, fucking scold your ass kind of <laughs> mode, too, you know, but um, out of all of us, I'd say Will's Japanese is the best, you know, he was, um, he was studying, he came to Japan a year before me, and um, he hit his Japanese really hard, Hard. Um, and you know, I was kind of bullshitting my first couple of years here, and he was just looking at me like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Until I, you know, I finally started getting my shit together. Um, I would say culturally, I'm a bit more entrenched than Will because I'm married. I live with a Japanese family. I do a lot of cultural Japanese shit, you know. Um, so I say, probably out of all three of us, I'm the most culturally entrenched. I would, I would say, you know, just as far as like, you know, just being in a Japanese family and doing like regular Japanese dad shit, you know? Um, so I, I say like that sensitivity and maybe also my personality, I don't know, kind of adds to that on my end. So, so, um, okay. I think that's, that's as much background information as this is what, as I, as I can give, um, yeah, the, the, they gave, these guys gave a video, there's two videos here. Which one, which one comes first? Um, yeah, the, okay. Jeez, I got a lot of shit to say about these motherfuckers. Okay, I'm trying not to sound like a hater. You know, I'm not hating on these guys because we're just different, right? And and like, if they were out, you know, me and my friends were out, we probably wouldn't be the type of groups that would come together and chill. I wouldn't be like fuck those assholes over there. But 
it would just be like, oh, okay, they're doing that over there. They're, that's how they're playing it kind of thing, you know. And watching them, the first one, where they're kind of in, I don't know how much they're playing it up for the camera. It might even be the guy's bachelor party. I don't know because they said, like, Final Out of Freedom. I think they're, you know, which which would be okay. They seem, they seem like they're recording this in their late 20s, uh, maybe early 30s at the time, but... Um, the pole dancers and stuff like that they were talking to in, in, in the limo, it reminded me of a hostess bar and how you would see the interactions with the hostess bar. For me, like, those women had zero interest in those guys. Zero interest in those guys. Like, you can see some of the dirty talk and the, and the flirting going on, and they're just, like, eating it up, but they, like, whatever, you know. Um... And, and that's kind of clear, you know, and at the same time, like, if you listen to how, like, a guy talking to a woman in Japanese has a kind of cool kind of thing, you know, don't not trying to be cool, like, like, I hate to say it, but but generally speaking, like, Japanese women like to be led by a guy, you know, um, and so... If you're if you're talking to a woman in a Japanese context, generally speaking, like to be led, you know, um, and so being able to be silently, for lack of a better word, judge, you know, a situation is an attractive quality, you know, or to be able to engage in an entertaining conversation, you know, and then say something completely unrelated, shocking, surprising, for example, is a skill in timing and the art of conversation, you know, in entertaining, um, that you, that if you get good at, you'll, you know, be able to kind of meet people, meet women, sorry, but, but not only women, but people as well. Um, it, it is an important skill of, of the art of conversation in Japan. Um, these guys do it in a very condescending way, in my opinion. Um, that the women put up with just because, you know, and, and that hostesses kind of put up with. Um, and, and you can kind of hear, like, them trying to engage in more lively conversation. And when the conversation does get lively, they're like, hey, you know, that's not that, that's not genuine at all. I mean, which is fine. Like, everyone, there, these dudes are out having fun. But, you know, meeting women and having these type of conversations can lead miss quite mislead you and think that I'm the fucking man. You know, I've done it. I've had those things where I'm the fucking man. And and no, you're not the fucking man. Actually, you're really not. Okay. So, you know, I've seen it happen time and time again where dudes think they got shit on lock and the Japanese women are like, whatever. So, um, just be aware, you know, being, being engaged. And it's not something I can, you can master by listening to me talk about this shit for 20 minutes, but you know, Look, observing how Japanese people talk to each other, specifically men talking to women, because some, you know, I think some younger guys like get into a thing where you, you know, I think you've heard me talk about like you. I've seen it happen several times. You come to Japan and you go out, you start going out, you meet young Japanese guys who want to kind of co-sign or use your foreignness to help them get girls and they overly compensate and they get on this super macho machismo bullshit 
you know, especially on, it's on steroids because they're around a foreign guy and they feel more emboldened that, you know, they they get like, I, hey, look, I got this guy rolling with me. Oh, yeah, we doing it big, motherfuckers. Baby, you want some of this shit, baby? You like this? Mm-mm. You know, and they do and they get into that kind of mode. And a and, uh, person who's new in Japan, if they get sucked in with those type of people, they pick up on that. And it kind of feeds on themselves. And I think I, f- I get the feeling like these guys hang out with a lot of or hang out or hung out with a significant amount of Japanese guys, you know, and people I hang out with, generally speaking, don't hang out more with foreign guys or Japanese girls than Japanese guys there. I met and I hang around with really cool Japanese dudes, but I'm very selective on which type of Japanese dude I bring into my circle of friends, you know, just because like it could get ugly, <laughs> you know, if, if you just, if, you know, I've been, I've had to kind of like give the stiff arm to far more people that I've been cool with, you know, when I go out, I mean, and not saying like I'm the king of cool or anything like that, but I know, you know, someone who just wants to chill and, and just talk and vibe, if you're a chill person, I'm a chill person, but there are, there are people with ulterior motives in, you know, when you, when you meet them, when they go out and they're not bad people, but you just have to understand that. And, you know, um, it's not always a good look, you know? So, so, so that, that, that's kind of why, um, I mean, I judge everyone, you know, as I judge people as, as, as they come to me, but, some people, I think I've talked about before, and they step to you wrong, especially younger dudes. You're just like, dude, nah, man, uh, I'm good. You know, it's very clear within the first 10 seconds how people approach you and what they think. So, so, um, and, but I get that vibe that they kind of got sucked into that shit, you know. Um, again, I sound like such a fucking hater on these guys, but whatever. They're having fun, you know. Um, but, but in that first video, watch the interactions, and that's kind of hostess hostess bar type shit you know that type of conversation is not really typical of what you would get um hanging around a japanese woman and talking to a a japanese woman who's actually interested when you or you actually have a shot with like not really at all like you know um japanese women generally don't get flirty like that i mean they can in certain situations you know but generally overtly flirty flirtatious like that or catering to you in that way if you don't have a lot of money like you know it's not really genuine is what i'd say even if you do that yeah so i'll just leave it there okay the second video so so how i'm gonna um set this up is what happened is uh they went to i think ultra japan 2017 some shit one year 2017 i think and uh there was maybe a part one to it i i'm not looking at this that much of this shit okay <laughs> you know but um what i did was I think many of the women that they approached and talked to, I just, I'm just going to say the time in the video and um, maybe you can write down the time and, and go back and watch it at your leisure or whatever. Um, and, and make some notes and I'll just try and give some, my, my first impression of them. And if there are women that I would approach or, or that I think would be um, suitable to approach and why or why not, you know, I just bored a bunch of different shit. So um, women don't hate me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, okay, so 35 seconds into the vi- oh yeah, before that. Um, yeah. Also, like the pickup line, the pickup lines, like not pickup lines, but the first lines that these guys choose. 
it kind of it kind of for me shows their limited again not judging um but for lack of a better word limited skill in talking to japanese women because even though that, that situation is pretty tough i mean you know they're walking women are a large groups of women for one daytime two walking into a venue you know it's kind of tough to really stop and get their attention so um i i get that you know um it wouldn't you know if i was actually trying to holler at somebody that would be a tough spot i'm more of like a fish chill and kind of reel them in type of type of person um so yeah that's kind of a tough spot you know i'm i think numbers more guys are more comfortable just kind of throwing shit out there and seeing what sticks but i'm not i know i never really was like that so um yeah and and they got a camera you know they're they're so that kind of helped too but you can say they consistently talked at the women is one thing and, and that's one thing like that doesn't really go over too well in the long term with japanese women it can you know someone who's just interested wants to be entertained by something or just like open for down for whatever you know <laughs> um it can work but generally speaking for me those type of women annoy the fuck out of me so i just kind of like cancel them out automatically um so yeah yeah but again like i said numbers guys right so all right so here here we go um the first one uh 35 seconds in aloha i think the first one is set of aloha girls um those are seem kind of more like girlfriend type girls to me like who if you again have japanese skill, you all these i think almost all these women you probably need japanese skill in the past like 20 15 20 years ago maybe only speaking English would be seen as a positive thing in some ways. But now I think younger generation of Japanese people are just like, I don't need that shit. Like, whatever, this is Japan. Fuck off. Fuck, fuck, fuck that shit. So, um, yeah, not being able to speak Japanese would be a huge handicap in these type of situations. Right. Cause, um, so, um, but they yeah, the Aloha girls, I think would, would be girlfriend material type girls, you know, hollering at them. They, they seem like they will be more interested in like meeting someone for a relationship. Um, the, the next set of girls, uh, if you notice the guys called her Omae, you know, Omae is like a really rude way of addressing someone. And she kind of laughs like, oh my, you know, kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's a reaction that you would get from women a lot of times if you say something that's completely absurd, which happens, you know, Japanese women tend to laugh things off quite a bit that, are, that are, might be offensive, that might be, you know, shocking, that might make a, a Western woman upset or angry generally a japanese woman will laugh you know and which might make you think it or laugh if she's uncomfortable laugh if she's upset or laugh for for just you know something's weird those are off so when he said oh my that was an instant like okay <laughs> you know kind of like i don't really know how else to react to this and then basically fuck this guy <laughs> was her reaction you know um yeah so one minute in the hello america girl is the type of girl that sounds like down for not down for whatever but you know my note is she's annoying <laughs> you know um this is my first impression like yeah if i'd say if a guy tried to put enough effort in i'm not just talking about sleeping with i'm talking about you know getting their number hanging out dating stuff like that not only sleeping with a person but so when i say like you know 
you know, succeed or whatever. I'm not just talking about like, you know, getting in their pants, like and kind of stuff. I mean, it, it could possibly include that depending on like your looks, your situation, your um, level of game and or level of Japanese skill. So, you know, there's a lot of variables involved with that. So I'm not, again, I'm not even really like a one night stand kind of, I never have been a one night stand kind of guy. I also realized that myself about myself, like um, when I you know, after like I started settling down in life too, like you know, two night stand, uh, I was always always okay with that. <laughs> Second night, well, I was good with, but at least want to you know sober up, you know, and and, and rethink my decisions a little bit. <laughs> so, um, um, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, one eight, yeah. So the uh, the American flag chick. For me, like no, 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 no. Um, one eighteen, a minute eighteen. There's an attention-seeking group of girls. Uh, I forgot exactly who they were, but I would pass on them completely. Um, I forgot exactly why, but you know, um, that type of vibe. You know, even if they're smiling, even if they're engaging with you, their atmosphere said to me like you know they were only enjoying the attention and really weren't open to talking or meeting with any guy. Um, 23, the Indians, Indian girls, the first set of Indian girls. Yes. Yes. Um, they get, they got, uh, a definite yes for me. Like definitely would try and talk to them. Definitely would try to engage, you know, um, they see, if you notice the more kind of like not timid and not, I don't use timid in, in a negative way. Like, you know, they're just like a pushover, but more subdued is, I think is a better word. Girls are going to be the ones that um, I will kind of pick up on. The more crazy, outgoing, yee yee kind of girls that look like they're a lot of fun are actually just kind of want, wanting to be entertained or doing it for their own entertainment, you know, self centered entertainment and not really think, you know, thinking about engaging with anyone on a deeper level than that. Again, you can. I've seen guys go down that I'm going to be crazy with you route and eventually maybe get somewhere with them, but from my side, like that's a lot more effort than it's worth, you know, for some crazy, possibly drunk chick talking all loud and, you know, acting all crazy around you for a couple of hours. I can't just deal with any of that shit. So the second set of Indian girls know with Indian costumes, not Indian girls, wearing Indian costumes, no, a big no for me. I put the impression I got is they're kind of airheaded, you know, sorry, but you know, that's kind of uh, what I picked up on and just like trying to have a conversation with them w would be a, a bit of a pain, you know, um, oh yeah. So, I mean, if you were to group as possible, but there were, you know, in like a club or bar type situation, there would be much more interesting, entertaining girls to talk to besides girls like that with that type of atmosphere. Um, 152, the party girls. Yeah, I say they're party girls. You need a uh, Japanese skill. Definitely. There might be, be another group after that, I believe. Another bullet point. You need money or even that same group. You would definitely need Japanese skill and or need money. I think they were they were attractive girls. Um, they seemed, you know, to be ones that hang out. Um, yeah, you have to have to be like their type. They they don't even seem like the type of girls. I hate to say this, but that would be into white guys. Sometimes I see like the girls like these um, go for like, and I, I hate to say it like this, but it's true. Like the handsome, tall white guy who looks like he's on like, you know, a top 40 music video, you know, who looks like a pop star, for example, or has big muscles, you know, one who can be like, oh, shit to her girlfriends. 
they'll go for that. You know, even if there's like a language or communication gap or whatever, they'll just go for that, you know, and have some fun, whatever, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, nothing deep, which is fine, mutually deep. Like they're not looking for anything deep. They're just having fun. They're just having sex probably. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I mean, she's, she's, you know, hot and, you know, she thinks he's hot and fine, whatever. Like she's got bragging rights for it. And, you know, so does he, so Hey, go for it. But, but I mean, looking for anything deeper, yeah, but, but those girls, they seem like they have a bit of attitude and self-confidence. So they, I, I, I smell money around them. Right. <laughs> That's kind of what I would think. They seem like they're more than a good time. They would need to, you know, ride in a nice car and get some, you know, ha be around a dude with money, not necessarily get money, but just be around a dude with money. You know, um, two minutes and two seconds. Ah, yeah, this this group is interesting. This group is really interesting because on the surface, if you watch two minutes and two seconds group, you would think like, oh, those chicks are into them. You know, the one chick's like meow and things like that. And, and you know, they're having fun. But this is one of the misconceptions of Japan. Because actually, I had to replay this part a few times because I was hearing, and I was like, what? Is that what I think I hear? Actually, those girls fucking hated those guys, right? And the reason why I know is if you listen carefully, the second girl in the back, you know, um, at the end of the clip, basically she was like, Mindokse. You know, yeah, she even, yeah, she even, she even said Mindokse. Mindokse is like annoying. Mindokse is like the ruder, more blunt form of it. You know, she kind of said it under her breath a little bit, you know, meaning like, all right, fuck these guys, you know, pretty much like, fuck, you're annoying. Kind of like that, you know, um, just as the girl was like, meow. And, and yeah, like generally speaking, that group of girls didn't really seem too interested. Like one of them was like, okay, fine. Here's my meow, like whatever, you know, but, um, on the surface, it might, you might think because they're engaging with you because they're laughing that, um, they're into you, but sometimes, especially in larger groups, that laugh means like, you can't be serious or like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It's just like a blank laugh out of what the fuck, you know, um, a laugh can mean a lot of things from a Japanese girl. It, it really depends on the context. But in that one, that's a like, fuck these guys kind of laugh. Right. Um, two, two minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. They want these, I don't remember who this is, but they want to be entertained by a guy. So I would definitely pass three minutes. Probably. I think I, I kind of remember these, this group will probably be, um, generally speaking, like, you know, if there, if there is someone I would like to engage with or talk to, I kind of like more of a hawk. I'll just choose one and go. That's it. Like, I don't really hit a lot of numbers or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, okay, choose one and go, you know, and as a wingman is West, especially if like a wingman, cause I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I'm not like trying to fuck anybody. So like, I, it, 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 on behalf of my friends, I have no problem starting initiating the conversation and then letting friends come in follow up and then i'll fade into the background i do a little bait and switch sometimes i'm just dropping all my secrets <laughs> when i used to go out um but um oh god some people can think i'm such an asshole listening to this but whatever 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 it's the truth um so um yeah so so if I were out, just like all the girls that, that were in this video, this group at two, three minutes, exactly three minutes, will be my number one target. 
those three girls, especially the one on the the one on the left, was probably my type, um, and the or the one in the middle, but probably the one on the left is is the most my type. She seems like the most chill person you could actually talk to, have a civil conversation with, you know, not like trying like you know get with on that night, but get her number, actually line message with her, and actually take her out on a date, and she would be receptive to you. The one in the middle as well, you know cute pretty as well the one for me the one on the left is the prettiest one but um yeah they're chill they're shy they're normal again subdued not shy but just normal you know so they wouldn't you know all the theatrics and stuff like that you know that they, they, you might laugh they might get a laugh out of it but generally speaking you could actually talk to them not really talk at them um and and, and i think those are the for me like in my experience, again, I'm not a numbers guy and numbers guys might not like chicks like that because, you know, you, you don't have you're not hitting the home run on the first time or whatever, whatever. But um, in my experience, like and just seeing like that caliber of woman is going to be the best interactions like you can take her to, you know, she can she can take you to like a, on a hot spring trip and and you take you to some nice restaurants and really like you know have fun with those type of people like you know uh, just from their atmosphere again didn't really hear him talk didn't really know it but just first look based on that not only looks atmosphere the it's kind of weird to explain it but you know um in japanese women or japanese people exude atmosphere naturally a lot more than foreign people do than western people let's say that i'll just say american people you know in america we put on air we purposely present an atmosphere that we want people to see us as whereas in japan it's more of an atmosphere that naturally flows from people that people are judged by right so you would not see people like so overtly trying to like walk sexy or you know look tough or you know stuff like that people just kind of are and and based on the way that they are is how that they're judged you know a lot of times and so for me the the best bet would, would be number three by far three minutes in by far you know so so um hopefully that gives some type of um context you know hopefully it's helpful let me know in the comments let me know whatever you guys think um hopefully it's helpful some ways not only just you know trying to get in women's pants but just meeting someone and engaging um in some way so you're not like alone in your time in japan see see i'm trying to clean <laughs> i'm trying to clean this up <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay uh let, so let me let me leave that here lots of links um um next time as well i i got i might start a little mini series kind of thing that i stumbled upon some of the links from the from the previous episode from this episode like i kind of had to save for for next time so let me organize my thoughts on it and i might have something else interesting for you but let me know what you think of this episode let me especially like my feedback you know um hopefully you enjoyed it and i will holler at you next time peace